Hello and welcome to another installment of the Why Football Podcast with me, Echidoku, and Michael Dryden. This week, in an attempt to avoid talking about Newcastle, um, or you can tell Dryden um, had the theme for this episode, we take a look <laughs> at the Ronaldo sexual assault case, the initial settlement back in 2010, the leak in 2017, the current case and recent developments. Before we start, please follow us on Twitter at YFootball underscore and subscribe with us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast and YouTube. Dryden, how are you doing? Uh, pretty, pretty awful, mate. Um... If we flash back to, so it's a Saturday morning for the context, flashback to a week uh, in the past, last Saturday morning, uh, I was getting ready for Portsmouth away, Sunderland were top of the league, um, you know, it was a chipper mood, so Newcastle United hadn't been taken over at this point, um, they were still just a, a club in the Premier League with an average owner who were 19th. Um, you know, events transpired, you know, went to Portsmouth, it was absolutely torrential rain, monsoon weather, got absolutely soaked. Lost 4-0. Uh, then by Thursday, Newcastle became the richest club in, in world football. So, yeah, just not, not the best week for me, for my good self. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's a bit tragic. But it's not just it's not just bad for me. It's not just sad for myself. I'm a Sunderland fan and a number of reasons why Sunderland in particular and their fan base are devastated by this news. Also a bit not great for Arsenal, not great for the rest of probably the Premier League. Yeah, I do feel for you. Uh, th- thanks for also clarifying that um, flat, the, the rewind to last Saturday was also last Saturday. <laughs> that was very good. Um, yeah, the Newcastle thing is a bit mad. I won't touch on it too much because we are going to do an episode on it. Um, mm. I don't want. I don't want you to break down into tears about it. You know what? I was actually. <laughs> I was walking <laughs> to Tesco's yesterday, and I saw this guy. Obviously, it was fairly mild yesterday evening. And he had a Newcastle scarf around his neck. Uh, and, and, and I thought, yeah, exactly. And I thought Dryden would absolutely hate this guy. He'd be in my ear being like, he's a fake. He's a Watch. fake fan. He's never been to St. James's Park. <laughs> He's never been to St. <laughs> he doesn't know who Lauren Robert is. He doesn't <laughs> That's what that's, that's those are the voices that were in my head, and I thought it was quite funny. Um He's yeah, a, we, he was a player to be fair. He was a player, Lauren Robert. Um, oh yeah, uh, uh, whilst we're in the intro, I'll ask you a quick question. Lauren Robert, I asked him mm-hmm. to chat this last week. Lauren Robert or Morton Gamps Pedersen, 35 yards out? Oh, who would I back the most? Yeah, who would you back the most? I think, so when Lauren Robert went in, they yeah. were the better goals and they were lethal. They were just outrageous goals. I think Pedersen scored more from outside the box. I could be wrong. Yeah, I could be wrong as well. I feel I went, like... I, yeah, I went with yeah. Morton Gamps. I think Morton Gamps is a bit closer to our time. Lauren. That's what I was thinking, yeah. yeah. Lauren Robert is a bit uh, very early 2000 slash 2004-05, whereas Morton Gamps was probably here to nearly 2010, I think he was, roughly that time. Good answer, though. I, I back it quite a lot. Um, so, so, Dryden, why this episode this week? So, I mean, you've touched on one of the major reasons that I was searching for a topic that wasn't related to Newcastle United. Uh, <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I'm not just some some bitter guy that is devastated their rivals become rich. There's other reasons, like, you know, won't dwell there too much. But, you know, for us, that's, it's a massive game when we do play them. We're in the same league. So, you know, that, the rivalry seems like it's almost dead on its feet if they're going to be substantially better. Who knows? We might come back. We've got good ownership and we might be in the Premier League again. Might make it make it a fixture out of it might be like an Everton Liverpool style if we can ever get that far but even so I mean it's been flooding the news so I thought 
for this topic anyway, yeah, we're going to do a, a pod on, on the Newcastle takeover, but I don't think right now is the right time. Um, the press is absolutely flooded with it. But in the press as well, there's also been recent developments in the Ronaldo sexual assault case um, in that a judge has recommended that the case made against uh, the United Forward be thrown out of court, which we'll go on to discuss in a short while. Um, and I feel like despite the severity of the allegations and the level of Ronaldo's fame, um, I feel like this case possibly hasn't spent as much time in maybe the press as other cases of similar ilk or severity um, and not necessarily enough made of it. I kind of think, and we'll go on to this, but kind of think it's possibly due to his like almost unrivaled popularity. I think even like, you know, he's regarded, he's got like a godlike status in football as has Messi. I don't know what the numbers would be. It's impossible to really, um, to get a frame of reference, but he's arguably as popular, if not more, he's such a popular figure um, for so many reasons than Messi um, to an extent. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's subjective, but he's so popular. And I wonder if that's why we don't hear as much about it. Like perhaps people side with him too much. I don't know. You know, it, we can't give a, a verdict on, on a, on a case that is, um, is so difficult to call. Um, yeah. I mean, even like, you know, stories about, you know, affairs we see in the press seem to get more airtime actual consensual affairs obviously they're bad as well but they seem to get more airtime we've had stories like the Chet Evans incident um you know slash case he went to prison for a number of years um found guilty of rape in 2012 and was acquitted in 2016 um, so spent a number of years uh, in, in prison and um, we've got the recent Benjamin Mendy case um and he's due to go on trial next year EA interestingly have pulled him from their FIFA games. I was going to say rightly so, but I mean, there's not been a verdict, but I mean, given the number of charges against them, it seems like it seems, you know, I've not read into it, but it seems pretty damning. So with fresh developments in the Ronaldo, Ronaldo case, um, I thought I'd take us through the story that actually I don't think I knew loads about before for the reasons I mentioned. Hasn't really, I think, had loads of airtime. Yeah, I think you're, you're definitely right. It kind of hasn't, hasn't. 2009 was a very different time. I think, you know, we're going to talk about the Me Too saga quite a lot, so I won't touch on it now. Um, but the time has changed significantly in terms of sexual assault and rape cases. And I think 2009 was a time where it was it really was brushed under the cover. This seems to get a lot more airtime and screening now. You mentioned Chad Evans before. Um, that's that's one example, as well as Benjamin Mendy as well. Yeah, I just think times have changed. Therefore, certain cases and allegations have resurfaced like this one because of the developments that have involved in it. Um, you know, rape is a difficult topic because it's extremely hard to prove, yet sexual abuse is more common than we believe. Mm. And, you know, there's a narrative which we'll talk about quite a lot, which is all about innocent until proven guilty. But when... When your resources are infinite in some of these cases, normally against women who aren't high-powered, normal, yeah. normal civilians like us, is it really always about in it being innocent until being proven guilty? Because how do you win? The legal system in this country or everywhere around the world is geared towards the rich are always winning because they have the resources to do so. If I'm getting a state-run lawyer or government-run mm. lawyer and I'm going against Cristiano Ronaldo, how the hell will I win? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. I don't understand how it's oh yeah innocent and proof of guilt it's like yeah but like I'm pretty sure that those types of lawyers if, if Ronaldo chopped my head off and put a video about it on YouTube I reckon he would still get away with the murder 
Oh mm. like, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, it's that new, uh, it's that new. It's, I'm photoshopped, mate. I'm not actually there. That's probably what happened. <laughs> so yeah, it is a very tricky one. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see how that kind of progresses. That just reminded me of after the 2004 World uh, Euros or the World Cup when there was that photo going around with Rudy holding Ronaldo's head, and it was like plastered all over every, all over like <laughs> the internet, and like people wearing t-shirts with it. Um, but yeah, you're completely right, and also like. The, the innocent still proven guilty kind of, uh, you know, which is a, a, a stable part of many legal systems. You know, there's a good reasons why that's in place, but you're talking about allegations that are typically held in private settings. You know, the evidence is always going to be so much more difficult to attain. Like, you know, these things happen in very, very intimate private areas where um, there might not be cameras, microphones, you know, the level of evidence is less, but the severity of the crimes are so high. So what you do just then, you know, just start throwing out every case relating to sexual assault. What precedent does that set? So it's it is it's so challenging. Um, so we'll go on to what the allegations actually were. So um, they actually surfaced around 2017, 2018. Um, in an interview with The Spiegel, Ronaldo was accused by Catherine Mayorga of sexually assaulting her in a Las Vegas hotel shortly actually before he moved from United to Real Madrid. So I'm not sure if that was like uh, like a United a US camp, um, like preseason tour. Hence why I was there, or it was a holiday. I don't know. Uh, Mayoga is a former school teacher uh, and a model from Las Vegas. At the time of the sexual assault, or the alleged sexual assault, she was working as a hostess at the Rain nightclub in Las Vegas, based at the Palms Casino Resort. Uh, Ronaldo and Mayoga met uh, at the club on 12th of June 2019 and were pictured together in several paparazzi photos. Um, Ronaldo subsequently invited Mayoga to his suite where she alleges uh, the incident took place. Uh, Ronaldo's lawyers insisted the sexual intercourse between their client, which always makes it more sinister, and Mayoga was consensual, as you'd expect them to be doing. Um, on the 13th of June, so the next day, Mayoga reported the alleged sexual abuse to the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department, but initially declined to reveal either her um, alleged attacker's name, um, only identifying him as a public figure and an athlete, uh, or actually, the location where it took place, which is um, which is interesting uh, in itself. Mayoga also underwent a rape kit examination at the local hospital later that same day. Uh, and according to an examination report seen by the Spiegel, there's a theme here. I must say that a lot of this evidence, and it's a, we'll go on to as a reason why it might get thrown out, is coming via the Spiegel via via leaks. So she does eventually give an interview, and there's a lot of primary information coming from her to back her story up. But we have to take into into account the fact that a lot of this information has came from Spiegel. Um, but based on that information, Mayaga had seemingly suffered injuries um, of a nature that would be linked to um, these sort of cases and was prescribed antibiotics. It's, exam- it's interesting that she went to the police the next day, um, so did the right thing, obviously, that went straight away, underwent a rape exam- kit examination, um, but, but declined to give the name of the... Of, of Ronaldo or the location. I wonder why that would be. Maybe is it because she thought that she wouldn't be believed? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, she, if they go, she goes to the police and say, oh, by the way, Renato, Cristiano Ronaldo did this in a, a Las Vegas hotel last night to me. Was it just going to get rubbished, potentially? Um, and obviously, she's so vulnerable in that, in that state at that time. So, you know, who knows what's going on in her mind? But I thought it was a, yeah, it's an interesting point. Yeah, it's uh, it's extremely sad, you know. Uh, as I said earlier, the narrative always sides with the sportsmen. You know, the, the women are often portrayed as money grabbing, attention seeking mm. characters, 
um, you know, and it, it, it's very difficult because 2009 was a very different time, uh, you know, so because a lot of people have always gone back to, you know, saying, oh, like, why did, why was not more of it made then? It's like, well, what? Why would you want to get like to go against some of these celebrities with all the internet trolls that existed all the way back then? It's extremely mm. difficult, you know. Um, it's yeah, it's 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 brave for her to have stepped forward now. We'll we'll touch on the the, the flaws in her coming forward now compared to as she did at that, at that time. But yeah. two thousand nine is is a very very different time. I think people mm. really do forget that. Um, you know, it, it's it's not it's not easy. And yeah, the injuries she suffered sound terrible. Obviously, these can all be confirmed as well. So yeah, I, I assume she must be must have been very shaken by the ordeal as well, which is um, sad to see and sad to read. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the next kind of um, development in that case was obviously linked to it, like an out of court settlement. Myoga subsequently hired um, a lawyer uh, who advised reaching an out of court settlement. Uh, rather than pressing criminal charges uh, as part of the process which followed the Spiegel claims that Ronaldo's lawyers um, had their clients answer a questionnaire and allegedly um, part of his answers he's quoted as saying that Mayoga had said no and stopped several times and that he apologised to her afterwards. Again, these are all coming from the Spiegel uh, and leaks so they have to be taken with you know, some pinch of salt. We don't, we can't verify them ourselves. We can't cast too much judgment. Ronaldo's lawyers said in 2018 that the documents in question were stolen by hackers and altered and or completely fabricated. Um, in January 2010, so going back to the time of the of the settlement, mediation between Ronaldo and Mayorga's legal teams resulted in the two parties reaching a non-disclosure agreement. Ronaldo settled to pay $375,000 uh, to Mayorga, who in return could not publicly discuss the allegations um, and at this point, so 2010, the allegations remained under the surface. No one was aware of them aside from Ronaldo, Mayorga and the legal, te- legal teams. I always find it interesting when, and I get there's reasons why, when you know Ronaldo denies everything but then would then settle the case. I know that he's got, he's got a lot of fortune at stake. I know his reputation's at stake. Um, and as I said before, those incidents can go both ways. You know, whoever is the, the innocent party it's so often to to prove that they're innocent. You know, if it's if it's actually Ronaldo at fault, it's it's hard for the, the woman to actually prove that. If it's you know the woman who's actually is doing something you know immoral and going after his you know wealth or whatever, which is the stigma as you, as you mentioned. Again, it's so difficult to prove that it isn't the case. So I could yeah, it's just interesting when they they pay to um, settle cases that they are in, innocent. Yeah, selling out court you know doesn't look good for both parties. It's a tough one because when you have infinite amounts of money, it's like, oh, because I can't be asked with the court case. It's like, come mm. on, you're not doing much of the work. And if you're as innocent as you say you are, you're going to be cleared, aren't you? So mm. rape is very hard to prove. So this isn't murder where it's like all paid, like, you know, paedophilia or something like this is this is like normally extremely hard to prove and very in favor of the man or male. You could argue, oh, I don't want the publicity. Football doesn't care. Ronaldo doesn't care. Even Ronaldo, then he was the most expensive player in the world, was he not? Mm. People, people don't care. You like to think, oh, we won't buy shirts at Real Madrid. People don't care. They literally do. Mm. Football fans, football itself, they do not care. Real Madrid won't care. Man United won't care. The fans 
like 2% of fans will care and they weren't Ronaldo fans or Real Madrid fans or Man United fans anyway. People just do not care like that. So for him to set a lot of court, I think makes him look pretty suspicious, to be honest. Um, I mean, he has all the finances in the world, so I don't understand why he would do that. I, I, I do get, oh, he wants it gone away quickly, but that hush-hush element kind of screams, okay, I may not be guilty of what I'm being accused of, but I've done something wrong. And mm. that something wrong is what you should be on trial for. Because, you know, some of these quotes that you put in here about saying no and stop and he later apologised and how he's had different versions of the truth all screams guilty. The amount mm. paid, um, you know, life-changing amounts to anyone, really, £270,000. I'm sure there's people listening who maybe earn more than that in a year. That's, actually, that's unlikely. Mm. I don't know why I said that. But <laughs> it's but, but but the point is, it's a life-changing amount to anyone that buys you a house, deposit, whatever, rent, holiday, whatever you want to do. So I think, yeah, for him to put that much money up, yeah, it doesn't seem, doesn't sit quite right with me. Mm. And it's peanuts to him though as well. So I mean, it's exactly. Based the precedent it sets because if he, you know, then going forward can just know that he can, he can, do what he wants and pay 200k to get away from it then that's just you know that's not how society should work um and i do wonder with like the mendy case again i don't know much about it i can't cast any aspersions really on the mendy case currently if he gets completely acquitted i'd be interested to see like what the reaction is compared to ronaldo because as i said ronaldo's hyper popular it's almost like you know when people love a star they seem to trust them and they seem to think that they can do no wrong It'd be interesting to see Mendy's not that similar sort of player. You know, he's left back at City, who, you know, by and large as a player, is not really, you know, he's, he's doing what he did well for himself, but he's not um, become a star in, in his own right. So it'll be interesting to see, like, how that pans out if he does get acquitted. But again, I don't know what um, the ins and outs are of that case. And judging by the number of uh, allegations, it, it looks pretty damning. So how did the allegations come out? So if we fast forward back to 2017, um, so the allegations against Ronaldo surfaced in April 2017 based on documents uncovered and supplied to De Spiegel by Football League's European Investigations Project. Um, Mayoka was anonymised as Susan Kay in the um, in the leaked information. Uh, initially, Ronaldo's lawyers dismissed the story as journalistic fiction, um, but in September 2018, Mayoka waived her an- an- anonymity, <laughs> well said on a Saturday morning, um, as Susan Kay and came forward in a detailed interview with um, De Spiegel. Uh, Ronaldo's lawyers later acknowledged the existence of the non-disclosure agreement, but insisted that it was by no means a confession of guilt. Uh, Mayorga then hired new lawyers, claiming she had suffered from uh, PTSD and had been inspired by the Me Too movement, hence why she came out um, again. Uh, I'm not really too sure... She signed a non-disclosure agreement, but then came out and disclosed it. So I don't know if it was because it is a roughly around 10 years afterwards if it expired. But I don't really understand how that works, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Because it, unless, because we'll, we'll go on to why she is now unable or potentially able to um, basically put another case against Ronaldo. So this might be linked to that. Um, so Ronaldo's response... Um, I firmly deny the accusations being issued against me. Rape is an ab- abominable crime that goes against everything that I am and believe in. Keen as I may be to clear my name, I refuse to feed the media spectacle created by people seeking to promote themselves at my expense. He relayed a similar message before um, a United v. Juventus uh, Champions League tie in October 2018. 
Um, and there was also like a like a an Instagram video at the time where he's just like on doing a selfie for like ten seconds, just basically saying how people are out to get him for his name and stuff like that. Doesn't doesn't actually deny it or really reference it too much in the in the film or like the the video, but like kind of basically says, you know, this person's just trying to use my name for publicity and fame. Um, it's quite a bizarre video, really. You think it'd be a bit more um, dismissive. It's it's just such stupid narrative. Why the hell? Look, the thing is with this Ronaldo rapist show, obviously they said the sex was consensual, fine. Trying to use my name. Do you know the number of trolls that someone will have on, a, I would say, an hourly basis when it first came out, when she came back in whatever year that was, the amount of abuse, death threat she's going to receive since, name being dragged down by the media, people not believing her, people believing what Ronaldo said, should should be vilified. It's not worth her time. Like mm. it, it just isn't. Like people think she needs more money. It's like you you really th- look. I don't. People, it, the world is too black and white for people. People think okay, rape is unlikely to be proved, right? So I'm going to go all the way to court to try and prove Ronaldo, Ronaldo guilty of rape. This, this is in a, if she lied. I'm going to prove that Ronaldo uh, raped me or whatever, or sexually assaulted me, even though I'm very unlikely to win. I'm willing to drag my name through the media circus where I'm going to be vilified. I'm going to get abused. I'm going to get trolls. I'm going to get Ronaldo calling me a liar when it's Mm. really, really unlikely I'm going to win anyway. It's like, and then you're saying, okay, (laughs) would Ronaldo settle out of court again? Which is, which is what some people said. Why would he do that twice? I think this is very much about trying to get a conviction on a man who has done something wrong. He may not have done something wrong, you know, for the full picture, but he definitely has done. I mean, the allegation you mentioned earlier kind of dictate that, you know, he's relayed messages where he hasn't outright dismissed it. And he's he's pandered to the crowd of this this narrative. It just makes me so angry where it's like, yeah, she's trying to use my name. It's like the, the allegations are so dark. She's not saying you like pushed her over on the street. It's like it's it's, mm. it's it's rape, and that is extremely serious. But as I said, when you're as big as Cristiano Ronaldo, he could chop my head off, and he'd get away with murder. So, mm, yeah, I mean, we should I mean, we should say that you know we the allegations made uh, and the, the evidence that was brought forward are, are largely due to leaks. You know, they're not verified. I mean, mm, true. so we shouldn't really cast aspersions. However, it's just the it's the narrative of the case, isn't it? It's like. This has been alleged. You can imagine him being in Las Vegas, and you can imagine him being in that scenario, you know, with a woman. Um, I don't know if alcohol would have been involved, but you can imagine like the scenario of a footballer, alcohol, whatever else in the mix with a girl. These people are very famous. They've been not, they've been, not used to being told that they, you know, give told no, told they can't do something. So if if she if he did take someone back like like her and. She was very reluctant to go forward and think, you know, how would someone like Ronaldo react? I don't know him personally. It's, you know, maybe we shouldn't make those those kind of um, inferences, but my kind of, it's almost like a stereotype of footballers, but almost any sportsman or, you know, famous musician or famous, you know, artist or, artist or, you know, someone, a celebrity in the limelight, you know, they're used to being liked, told yes all the time. So you kind of can imagine this, this scenario happening. I don't think, as you said, people are, you know, I doubt she's attacked, I doubt he's attacked her. You know, with weapons and stuff like that, but I, you know, there's there's definitely there's definitely levels of it. <laughs> mm. It's not always the extreme. It's, there was levels to it, as you mentioned. Like the, he might not have done something that he perceived or didn't intend to do anything that was uh, malicious at the time, but is seemingly or potentially carried something out that has really affected someone. So, um, yeah. So it does. You know, I think we can we have our opinions on it, and it sounds like from the court settlement that he may have done something that 
he shouldn't have done. Um, but we can't, I don't know, we can't really cast a verdict. Um, so the current slash recent developments that came to light. So um, after Mayoga came out, um, so the police investigation initially was kind of, it couldn't really go forward at the time because she didn't disclose who it was or the location. So the police couldn't really investigate it as you kind of, you know, it was kind of fair enough. Uh, but the re- Las Vegas police reopened the criminal case at the end of 2018 and requested Italian authorities take a DNA sample um, of Ronaldo in January 2019. So obviously this is when he's back, he's at Juventus. Um, however, Las Vegas prosecutors confirmed later uh, in the year that Ronaldo would not face criminal charges as the allegations could not be proven beyond reasonable doubt. Again, with these sort of cases, that is often, often difficult. Clark County District Attorney Steve Wolfson said that as Mayorga did not initially name her attacker or specify the location, it was um, the authorities had been unable to conduct any meaningful investigation. Again, I do think that sounds, you know, it does sound like it'd be quite difficult to investigate a, a case like this where you're trying to get DNA 10 years after the event. Um, so that kind of, I think it's in the mix of why this was not ever proceeded on the criminal level. In terms of the civil case, um, so... Mayoga's legal team is aiming to overturn the out-of-court settlement that was made in 2010 on the grounds that she was immensely unfit to agree to its terms at the time. Um, Mayoga, in her interview with De Spiegel, said that she suffers from learning disabilities, which her lawyers said were not accounted for during the 2010 mediation. So her new lawyers saying that. Um, so a date is yet to be set, largely, I think, probably because of coronavirus, is why it's been delayed, um, around whether Mayoga lacked the mental capacity we're entering into uh, the agreement. Um, and it was reported by the Mirror at the beginning of this year that Mayorga is claiming £56.5 million in damages from Ronaldo for the incident. Ronaldo's lawyers, again, asked for the case to be dismissed, arguing that the Football League documents are stolen, um, so shouldn't be used as evidence. Uh, and the case has actually been recently reviewed by a magistrate judge, Daniel Alvarez, um, who's not actually the actual judge who's going to be... Um, giving the verdict over whether or not she was fit to, to basically accept the settlement in 2010 or to, will not be given the verdict on the on the trial if it does go ahead or case um, against Ronaldo. But he recommends the case is dr- actually going to be dropped given some of the evidence was based on leaked communications. So he kind of, his kind of a quote from him was kind of that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it will be an incredible shame that someone's case gets thrown out because of the actions of their lawyers, basically saying their lawyers, her lawyers, her new lawyers are incompetent because they're relying on, on leaked evidence, which kind of goes back to your point that she's got lawyers that are seemingly not competent enough to perform the case. Although if that is the only evidence that they're relying on, it kind of makes you think, is there, what else can they go off? Because again, they're, they're trying to fight a case 10 years after the event. So the events, the evidence they have is quite, is quite, um, is quite thin so um but it looks like it's going to get kicked out for those reasons the money actually mentioned is is mad i think uh i'm not sure how reliable it is um hold tight john cross mm. the mirror top arsenal reporter though um good guy <laughs> um but you you are <laughs> but you are right trying to prove a case 10 years later 10 years later is really really difficult and there are rules to um the court of law as much as i champion uh, women coming forward and trying to 
bring down rich, powerful men that I think they can get away with everything. You know, there are issues with this. Obviously, the leaks being illegally obtained or not being, mm. not even being factual, as you mentioned earlier. Yeah, we don't know that for sure. What we do know, obviously, that they did meet, and there is an official account which said that well, which has one different versions of Ronaldo's story, but also that um, they were together at some point in time, and then that's where it gets uh, very murky. Um, I, I personally think for someone like Ronaldo, he, he typifies or this this celebrity that gets his own way all the time because he would do. You know, that's something that I can just assume because mm. he's Cristiano Ronaldo. He can walk into a shop. You could walk into a vegan shop and ask for a steak and get a steak. Do you know what I mean? That's just... <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's, that's how big he is. I, I would assume that's what would happen because he's Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm. Um. I hope it's a wake-up call to elite sportsmen. I think it has has been uh, in terms of the reaction again. I'll say again, 2009 was a very different time. I think that now the Me Too saga has meant that these cases, the, the weighing scales are tipped more in the favour or are tipping more towards the side of the, um, the, the people that have been attacked, basically, whereas before it was so heavily one-sided that it was unlikely mm. you, you, would ever, you would ever win. Um, personally, I think Ronaldo is guilty of something, but you're looking at the evidence of what you just said in the current development. I'm not surprised it's going to be thrown out, nor do I disagree with it. Um, because there's loads of times, right, where you, you have a feeling that someone is guilty, but can you physically prove that? You know, there has to be rules and things to follow in, in court. And I think, unfortunately, uh, due to the age of the case, I th- Ronaldo is, is, is should be in the clear, really. Yeah, I think he will be. And I mean, you know, the legal structure is, is there to protect people and to give justice. And I mean, you know, the, that's what um, that's what Daniel Al- Alvarez was saying, the mag- magistrate judge that gave like kind of a, a review of the case. Um, you know, even though it's a real shame that she's going to have a, what could be a valid case thrown out for potentially incompetence from her lawyers or because she hasn't got enough evidence um, because some of it was leaked and is not fa- could potentially not be factual. Um, you still have to, he's basically saying you still have to up upend or um, upheld the you know the legal system you can't just then go go around for certain cases so it's likely to be thrown out for that reason um so just to end on i mean you've touched, we've touched on quite a lot of this already uh, about footballers generally and, and allegations of these these kind of uh, of this nature um they're always contentious as we discussed it's very difficult to prove either way you know if someone is making an accusation how does that person defend themselves often how, if that person is making an accusation, how often do they actually um, be able to prosecute? It just depends on how the evidence is is, is weighed. The fact that she took a, a rape kit examination and there was proven to be injuries is the most damning part of evidence here. Um, it's clear that it's fairly clear that he that the actual narrative up until they got into the suite was was correct. You know, he's, were, he was in Las Vegas. She was she was too. They were together. They were they went back. She's then got injuries off the back of that. So seemingly something's happened. Um, so that is the, the, the evidence that I think could be more damning. Um, the leaks less so. Um, but as you said, I mean, footballers, you know, sportsmen generally, celebrities, they are used to getting what they want. Um, but then they also are wealthy and the reputations largely dictate their status. So I don't, th- judging by the narrative, I don't think Mayorga's just made this up. But I can see, well, it would be very callous and it's a very, very serious crime as well. Let's not forget for someone to actually make something like this up. But someone like Ronaldo would be your kind of, would be a kind of prime target. As you said, he's got expensive lawyers. It's difficult to prove. 
but you know that he'll probably pay a few hundred thousand pounds to get out of the case. So if you are that person making that false accusation, again, not saying that's Margaret doing that now, then it, he is the sort of person that will be targeted. So you can see where they have things on the line. That being said, to finish, for me anyway, I do not have sympathy. I don't care if Ronaldo's acquitted and this goes away forever. I do not have sympathy for him. I don't have sympathy for Chet Evans. Chet Evans spent... Some people do. Chet Evans spent four years in prison, okay, and he was acquitted. By law, he is acquitted. And so I'm not saying he raped anyone. You know, he's by law, he's he's innocent. And I stand by that. I do not sympathize with him, though, that he ended up in that situation. He went back with a friend to a hotel with a girl. There's alcohol involved. Fair enough, they were drinking alcohol. The pair of them might have been intoxicated as well. She was intoxicated as well. He He's put himself in that situation where either something can happen, like will actually happen, or you know, everyone's intoxicated, doesn't remember what happened. She's feeling like something happened. It did. It may, ha- may have happened, may have not. Then something comes out and I do not sympathize because you need to be more careful. Be more careful that you're not doing something that is under the influence of alcohol that is actually going to hurt someone, which could have happened to Marga's case and could have happened in Chad Evans' case. But even if you don't do anything to hurt anyone and your actions are so pure in that moment, even with the, you know, the, the influx, influence of alcohol, you're still putting yourself in a situation where this is, this could happen, where you're going to end up in, in with allegations for whatever reason. And I just do not have sympathy for any of these footballers doing that. We see like even the thing with like Deli Ali, that video that got leaked to him with some girls. That again, that was all innocent. This thing about um, Mason Greenwood and Phil Foden, it's seemingly innocent, but it's just not the trail you want to be going down as a footballer. And you need to just, well, a just obviously don't act so foolishly and so recklessly. Um, and treat women, women with respect. <laughs> that is the main thing. But if you are, you know, young and going out and drinking and meeting people, you know, it is a very unpredictable environment at times. Just be careful. Like, be careful what you're doing. Don't put yourself in stupid situations because that's what these people are doing. So I have no sympathy. Yeah, I think the the my takeaway is that you know, innocent until proven guilty is always the narrative. But you know, rape is extremely hard to prove. So you know, these footballers and sportsmen have to be very, very wise. I mean, there is an element to, there will always be people that make up these allegations, but I don't know, I, I, because it's so hard to prove. I don't know how many footballers would want to settle out of court. I, I, mm. I, I, I do think, yeah, I mean, they have the money to make it go away quickly, but then also it's your reputation because people like me are on this podcast now talking about you settling out of court and there's always that doubt mm. around you. Whereas if you definitively didn't do anything wrong, then, you know, I'll definitely decide to fight that in court. I think there is definitely an element of this grey area, right, of consensual sex. And, you know, if you did have sex with someone, they turn said you raped them, then that could be quite difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know, as you said, what goes on behind closed doors. But, yeah, you're right. You have to be very aware of sportsmen because, you know, there are people looking to potentially use you for what you have, in a way but also you're in the limelight it's not even it's not even necessarily about whether people lie or not it's just that you have to be just be very very careful anyway there's mm, there's, yeah. there's probably there's probably loads of borderline cases of rape allegations where women don't come forward even though they definitely should but then when you're a sportsman that's amplified because of the profile it's amplified because of the narrative of these guys always get away with it so you have to be more aware and I think they, I'm, I'm glad to see the likes of Benjamin Mendy being reprimanded, although I'm unhappy at how City took so long to do that on their side. Mm. Uh, we've seen Basuma got arrested on sexual assault. I think that's, that's maybe gone away. Yes. 
very yeah. recently. I, I do think the Me Too uh, issue or saga, sorry, has caused a shift um, where more and more people are coming forward and they're being, I wouldn't say they're being believed more, but the the scales have tipped more in their favor, whereas before it was just a case of if you're rich, essentially you can do whatever and get away with whatever, which is completely and entirely wrong. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how these cases go in the future. We've got Sigurdsson as well on paedophilia, which is slightly different. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what sentences these guys get, because I think what Me Too's done is he's raised awareness. What he's actually done is he's gone to prison and that is the big change. The, the change mm. isn't so much awareness because, okay, imagine if Ronaldo was guilty and he got like a suspended sentence and he's like, oh, we're all aware now. The fact of the matter is he needs to be reprimanded. And I think Me mm. Too with Harvey Weinstein has shown, oh, you can be a millionaire. He may be even a billionaire, I'm not sure, and actually go to prison. That's the thing, right? Yeah. It's, yeah, not, it's, it's not this, oh, we've slapped him on the wrist and, oh, we're now aware. It's will he actually suffer the consequences? You've even seen it with R. Kelly who's about to be sentenced. What we're now seeing is very, mm. very powerful men actually being sentenced and serving time, which I think is a positive step in the right direction. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, even if even if it ends up being 54.5 million, the case, I know that will be the civil case, um, but I mean, he, or 56.5, he can, you know, he'll make that back in a couple of seasons. So it's still a significant amount of money for him or for anyone, but yeah, he'll make that money back and realistically his life will be unaffected, but the life of the other person is affected forever. So, Well, I think we'll wrap it up there. Uh, so thank you, John, for the really good pod uh, this week. Um, you know, it was a bit of a switch up. Didn't do the one on Newcastle. Not surprised to be fair mm. with the entire Sunderland, the biggest club in the Northeast. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> um, thank you for doing the research on that. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I think you needed that. So thanks for doing Thank the you. research on that one. And um, yeah, tune in next time, guys. And we'll see you soon. Cheers, guys. See you.